Hi everyone, welcome to Brand Boutique Elite. I have a very special guest, Angel Tessie. She is a PR maven and we are super excited to share some great tips that are gonna help you grow your brand and give you even more exposure. Thank you so much for being on, Angel. Oh, Farhan, I'm so excited to see you again. I'm so excited to see you. So Angel and I had met several years ago um, at um, power team events and small business expo events and we had traveled around the world together and speaking at all of these different events and um, you know one of my favorite parts is you know being able to like have lunch and dinner um, with Angel and the other speakers and being able to share and really getting some great ideas and creating some great things together so I'm so excited to see you um, you know it's been a weird year not being able to travel and speak at events because uh, we usually see each other at least twice a month. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were seeing each other all over. Uh, we'd pop into a new city there to speak at an event, but it was always the hallways, the restaurants um, where we really got to connect. And I do. I'm, I miss it. I miss seeing each other. And I can't believe it's been so long uh, that we've all been shut down. I know. I feel like this year has gone by so quickly. It feels like it was just, where was our last event? It was um, February in Orlando. Mm -hmm. It was February in here. So what was that? Eight months. It was eight months ago. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. crazy. It's so crazy. And so you are amazing at PR and helping people really get exposure on different publications, on the news, on different press outlets. So how did you kind of come into that? That's a great question, right? And so, I mean, I used to, I was in radio for, for 10 years. I broadcasted here from Denver, Colorado. I was a talk show host. Uh, we hosted the most positive business talk show in America. And we were, were nationally syndicated coast to coast, um, an award-winning broadcast. And then in a in a commercial break, we would switch state, you know, switch uh, rooms, studios, go down the hall, and then I hosted a second two-hour Christian lifestyle show. So I was the host of four hours of talk radio every day. So I've been on the inside track of what happens when you reach out to the media to be interviewed on the radio for a new book or something you are launching. I know exactly what happens, like where to send it to, what the process is, how to get booked on. And two and a half years ago, when they, I walked into my studio, all ready to put together four hours of, of talk radio, our producer called me in uh, five minutes before we were scheduled to go live on the air and said, we've made a change. And I'll, five minutes later, I'm walking out with my disco ball that I have still here, right? I have my disco ball, my cardboard box. I was 48 years old and it was time for me to make a, one of those tough decisions in life. Right? What am I going to do now? My daughters who at the time were still living at home said that same week said, we're going to move to Florida. So I was becoming an empty nester. My son was going to college and I was at that pivotal stage where I had a tough choice to make, right? I was 48. Do I reinvent myself? You know, do I start something new? Do I just go and binge, you know, Netflix and eat Ben and Jerry's and um, be depressed forever? But I had just graduated. I had just connected actually with Power Team International, and they were looking for speakers and specifically women speakers to travel 
and my niche was was media and they said they don't have anybody who's been on the inside who knows what it's like to you know what the process is could you come and teach what you already know so for the next two and a half years i traveled all across the country spoke on over a hundred stages and I've been teaching entrepreneurs how to leverage what I call OPA, other people's audiences, radio shows, television, magazines, podcasts, summits on how to grow your business, get more exposure. Um, and I do it. I do it. I, I don't know. I do it every day. And I just I just love it. Yeah, that was a long, way, was a long answer, huh? <laughs> well, people, Angel cares really a lot about anybody that she works with. Everyone loves Angel and you know anybody that has worked with her has raving reviews and she really cares about helping them, you know, achieve their goals and really get exposure. You know, we all work with really great, you know, speakers, authors, business coaches, things like that that really have a great message and really have something to contribute to the world and Angel does such an amazing job spreading their message and getting them, you know, great press pieces. And even in like social media, so you can utilize your press pieces. So if you get covered on an article in a newspaper online, you can share that on your social media. You can utilize that on your website. And that's just kind of another plug, another piece of SEO for you to really like, you know, put it all together and grow your brand. And people love seeing that these well-known names. You know, if you're on like Fox, ABC, um, NBC, any of these, you know, major networks, you know, the New York Times, Boston Globe, any publication that people already know. And if you're a part of that, it just makes it, it makes you more valid and gives you more brand awareness. Yeah, those logos, I mean, there's a reason why people post those logos as featured on and as seen on. You see it on their social media posts, on their PowerPoints, on their on their media graphics, right? They put those logos there. And there's the psychology of that, Farhana, is that those brands are familiar. Right? You aren't yet, right? Maybe if people are getting to know you, they're learning about you. And by aligning with a brand that's familiar to your audience, it elevates your credibility. Right? They're now more familiar with you. So you speed up that whole know, like, and trust factor. And people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So when you are featured in the media, whether that's a press release or a media interview, or your article got posted, or you were quoted in an article, we take those logos and add them to all of your social media graphics. And so when people are scrolling, they see something that they recognize. And just by seeing something they recognize, they think that they recognize like that trust transfers immediately, immediately over, over to you. And, you know, and you said, I, I do care, right? It does matter. I think that we all have these amazing stories and we're all out there as business owners trying to create a legacy, right? We're, we're just doing the very best we can. But but most small business owners are busy but broke, right? They're not getting clients. They're not getting the exposure um, for all the really amazing things that they're doing. We just did a press release for a company. They raised, they did a, a crafting workshop, a four-day crafting workshop, and raised enough money to feed 5,000 people. They, were, they didn't get any media coverage for that. They didn't even think to get any media coverage for that. I've got another gal, she wants to eradicate 
world hunger. Like this is not like some small story. She wants to end world hunger. And so she takes a portion of her proceeds from every tax return that they do and puts it into, and she is making a huge impact. But most small businesses don't ever even think about getting media coverage for it. So I love being able to bridge that gap for them and help them to get that get that story out into the world. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so if you are a business and you do, you know, have a charity component of it, people love those stories. And also like you're doing something really great in the world. So why not get that amplified and let more people know about it so that you can have even a greater impact? Absolutely. I mean, you're doing it anyways. And so I always ask people, what's new? Right? What's new? And my clients will give me a list. I'm speaking here. I'm starting a new course. I'm launching a product. Um, I'm writing my book. It became a bestseller. Like they give me this laundry list of all their exciting news and they post it on social media and you should. But there's a missing component. If you're not reaching out to to your local media, they are looking for stories. They're looking for content. And the way that they get their news is through press releases. And it's so easy for you to draft up and submit a press release. Every single news outlet on their web, you know, your local news station on their website has a place that you can submit a press release directly to them because they're looking, they're looking for stories every single day. So would you say that you should start off with like your local publications? Absolutely. And um, they're the easier, the easiest way in, right? So if you think about getting major, major notification or major media coverage, major media platforms get their news from their regional affiliates. So kind of their, their regional um, collaborative, you know, collaborative stations and the regional affiliates get their news from the local stations and local stations get their news from press releases. So it's e like it's an easier, there's not as much competition. There's not, um, you know, it's, I think it's just an easier way to get started. If they like your story for HANA, so imagine you, um, you, you submitted something to your local news station and they're like, this is incredible. And they sent out a news crew to cover the story that could go to their regional. They could send that up to the regional, um, you know, their, because um, it's all like an ABC, NBC, CBS, they're all on these, these major networks. So they could send it inside. So it's way easier if it comes from the inside. Somebody who knows the story is going to their, you know, hey, here's a new story you guys should feature. And then they can send it up the chain. Um, and it all starts from a press release to your local news station. What would you say makes a story exciting? Well, it's got to have community impact, right? It's got to, you know, stories are sticky. Um, so, and, and if it's something a little bit dramatic, you know, news, if you ever look, they like the drama, they like those dramatic stories. So, you know, right now we just had a, a, a pizza, a pizza restaurant who donated a car to, um, they had a contest and they gave away a car and the woman who won it, she was a cleaning lady and she was Ubering right to all of her homes that she was taking care of because she didn't own a car. So think about the impact of her now having a car. Um, and so that was like one of those community feel good stories. And they gave this woman a car and they ran a contest. Of course, you know, with um, feeding 5,000 people, that was pretty impressive. 
um, you know, Tracy, she started a horse rescue equine ranch and we knew one of the local newscasters loved horses. She had a horse in her profile picture, right? This is, so we sent the story directly to her and they sent out a news crew to cover it. So remember they're humans, right? They're, they're just people too. And so if it tugs on their heartstrings or gets them any emotion, happy, sad, angry, right? Scared. It, if it taps into an emotion, it's usually a pretty good story. So somebody has like a product launch, um, a service or a product launch, something like that, but it's not necessarily like there's no charity component in it. Um, and it's kind of just, you know, like their product launch or, or maybe like their book launch. And like, how do you, I guess, heighten a sense so that somebody would find it interesting in like just somebody's business launch of their product or service or a book or something like that or an event? Yeah. So, you know, publicity is a little different than marketing for Han. I think when we think about uh, marketing, we put this marketing copy to it and we create all the hype and the energy and the excitement for our customers, right? Because we want, want our customers to take action and buy that from us. Publicity is a different spin, right? It's a different angle. So I always tell my clients, you got to take your sales hat off and put your publicity hat on because it's now it's the story. What's the impact? So I always ask, okay, so you wrote a book, you've got a product launch. What's the big idea? Like, what's the impact of putting this book or this program or this product out into the world? And we do gotta, we gotta dig a little deeper, right? We, we kind of stay here on the surface of, well, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna change your life. It's gonna make your life better, faster. Okay, so what? What's the big impact if, 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 if somebody doesn't buy it, or let's say the whole world started reading your book, attended your event, and it had this really large following, this large impact into the community. How would the world be different? If you can paint that story. And so an example I, I used to share was um, Marie Kondo, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Did you ever did you ever read her book, Farhana? Yeah. It's a cute, cute little book about decluttering. Really not sexy, right? It's decluttering, getting rid of your stuff. But she had a method, her the Marie Kondo method, where she wanted you to hold on to each item and see if it sparked joy. So that was a different spin on let's just get rid of your stuff, right? It's, you know, does this spark joy? And then she wanted you to fold like everything into these teeny little like sushi pockets, right? Like it was, it was, you know, a unique turn on it. But she she wrote her book. Her um, her book became a bestseller. She ended up turning that book. She started um, a TV series on Netflix and had eight episodes of a TV series that she launched of taking a, a family through her through her methodology. Within within two weeks of her of her book coming or her TV show coming out, every local consignment store or thrift store was at 145 percent capacity over the year before. That's impact. Right. She's encouraging people to go and clear out their stuff. Right? And so by doing that now, three months later, they're all like they can't they're at maximum maximum capacity, can't even take any more of your donations. That's impact. So think about when you get your story out into the world, your book, your product, your service. If you can paint the story of 
this is going to right end world hunger. It's going to end world. You know, it's going to create world peace. Right? Communities are going to come together. Families are going to be tighter. Right? Like what that story is, if you can paint that story to the media, that's a story they're likely to pick up. But for Hannah, even if you don't have that story, let's say I just don't really know. Right. We're just I'm launching a book. I'm launching a course. I would just like to get some some publicity out of it. You can still distribute a press release. And the press release, at the very minimum, if it gets picked up on and just shared on their news outlet, like on their website, that's media coverage. The local ABC or NBC or CBS station, your press release is on their website. You can share that link on your social media, that masthead of those logos, follow it. So they might not come out and interview you. They might not want to have that story just yet. But you can still get publicity by having that press release featured on their on their publication on their website and by putting a press release out month after month after month consistently now they're more likely to pick up your story and pay attention to you because now they've heard of you so how do people you know what are some of the i guess the things that people are doing when they want to get press but you see are like the most common mistakes well, again, it's 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 a different if it's a different type of marketing when you think about publicity. With traditional marketing, you want to be found according to what people are searching for, right? So, if somebody's typing, you know, I want the best uh, best Instagram, you know, you know, how do I learn, you know, Instagram, right? And who's the best at teaching Instagram, right? For Hannah Cannon's going to come up, right? Because this is the 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 space that you live in, right? So, if somebody says, I'm looking for you know, red shoes for dogs, right? And they're going to Google search that. Google's going to go out and find all the answers because they're this search engine, right? So they're searching for the answers that people are looking for. So no matter what you market, you want to make sure that when people ask for it, you're found in a search engine result. With publicity, it's different because they've already heard of you. So maybe they've heard you speak somewhere. They've heard you on a, you know, saw you on a TV, um, feature, heard your, heard your interview on a podcast, like, so hear you speak on stage, saw your quote inside of an article. So now they've already heard of you. I mean, the, the one thing I would see when I would go and speak at all these events, when the person was up on stage, the people in the audience are looking her up, right? They're following Farhana on Instagram, right? They're looking up your Instagram channel. They're looking for you because they've already heard of you. So it's not, it's not a sales pitch. It's not an infomercial. It's really you kind of dictating the narrative, telling the story of who you are and the impact that you're making in the world. So when they look for you, what they find is all of these media features that you've been picked up on. So, for example, Taylor Thompson started a brand new network for women called The She Network. The She Network are some pretty common words, right, if you were to Google those in. right. So when you type it in, there's like 2.8 billion results. But because of her press releases and her speaking on all these other stages and being interviewed, what rises to the top organically without being paying for it is her network, her website, her Facebook, her group, like all of her stuff, because underneath it are all of these publications that picked up her press release story. Even without them featuring her, like even sending out a news crew, she's still getting the media coverage through through her publicity. 
Awesome. So what would you say are like your three steps to get started in getting you know, some publicity. Like if somebody's listening right now and they are a business owner or they're, you know, creating an event or have a charity organization or something like that, you know, and they don't know where to start, what kind of are like the first three steps that they could do to get started? So yeah, first of all, what's new, right? And it's gotta be current events with news and publicity. Um, it's not an evergreen. Right? It's not that I'm open for business every day. You were open for business yesterday. Um, it's got to be something new. You don't hear on the news three weeks ago, there was a traffic jam on the corner of Maine and First, right? And so you really do have to say it's a new event. It's a new book. It's a new program. Um, we have, I've put together an infographic for Hannah and I can send that to you, but it's 52 press release ideas so that you can start to brainstorm of what qualifies as um, something that would, would fit for a press release. So I've got 52 ideas. The goal is to put out one a month. Right? One a month will get you the consistency, put you on thousands of media news desks, build that relationship with local journalists. And that's, that's the key is that consistency. So look at your calendar. Like, what have you done recently? Um, you know, look back two weeks and look ahead two weeks. And I always tell my clients, put this, put the date of your birthday as press release day. So my birthday falls on the 18th of the month. So every month on the 18th, I set up a recurring reminder to remind myself to put out a press release because it is the easiest thing to not do. Um, there was a great a great event a couple months ago where they had all the top influencers from all over the country were all on this one event. And, in, you know, they had hundreds and hundreds of maybe not hundreds and hundreds. They probably had about 100 speakers. And I reached out to a couple that I knew were speaking and said, you know, make sure you put out a press release. Right? You're sharing the stage with these folks. And if you miss the opportunity, it it won't be news anymore and you'll miss it. So putting that date on your calendar to remind you is going to be critical. So number one, is it current event? Number two, put that date on the calendar to remind you. Number three is, is remember that a press release, it's all about the facts, right? It's not sales hype. It's not marketing, no exclamation points, no big claims, no promises, right? It's just the facts. So, for Hannah Cannon launches podcast, right? For Hannah Cannon, Cannon, you know, publishes book, right? It's your name or your business, you know, if it's your company name in the headline. Think about extra, extra, read all about it. My company is doing this. It's a current event and this is what's happening. And then just put the bullet points to, to back up and support that headline and submit it directly to your local, your local news station. So if there's an event like how this event you were you knew a lot of the speakers on there, how far in advance do they have to release the press release for that event? So again, it's it's an it's a current event. It's not it's um it's not a sales pitch, right? So it, probably within a two week window, no more than two weeks ahead of the you know ahead. If you want to kind of create a buzz about something that's coming further in advance and create this narrative. So when you when you schedule the event, 
you can say that it was scheduled. This is the where it's going to be. This is who our headline speakers are. Um, you know, this is what we're covering. This is the impact we hope to make. And as soon as you schedule it, so that could even be six months, right, in advance, or three months in advance, two months in advance, because that's the new thing. We just put this on the calendar. We just scheduled it. We just locked in the date. We just opened registration. That's the new thing. Then if you get later on closer in, uh, maybe you hit a, a, a milestone. We've already sold 100 tickets. We already sold out. All the early bird specials right, are, are pre-sold. Um, we added some special bonus. So every time you add something new is giving you the opportunity to create the next headline. Or you could just say, hey, this, this event is happening. It's happening in two weeks. Here are the details. Here's where you can register, get more information. Here's who's going to speak. And then after the event, right, within two weeks, this is what happened at the event. So every milestone of putting that event together gives you an opportunity to create the press release as long as it's within those two weeks. Okay. So you can do like, so one press release a month is good, but you could do more if it was like a big event or something that you really want people to know about. There's no limit to how often you can put out a press release. Um, I mean, as long as it's something fresh and new. Um, but, you know, kind of we give our secret formula because, you know, for small business, you stay in your lane, right? You do what you do best. One a month is, is, is enough right to paint that picture to give you the publicity to give you the social media post to create the narrative to give you that search engine result it creates that consistency and so just this week or last week we did one we did his fifth press release for for somebody who um he's now he's got a chapter in a brand new book and oh i think i must have deleted it oh shoot oh no it was amazing right so we've um we did this press release and he got this is press release number five and so it ended up getting and this is me like showing him on my screen i was so excited because every single one of those are our media desks that picked up his story every one of them and that was page one it actually went on for six pages uh, i was like so excited for him and then it just went on and on so i'm like scrolling um, and I just sent him this quick little video, but that was his fifth press release, five months in a row being consistent. The more often you put your story out, the happier it makes the news desks, the happier it makes Google. And every time you post and share one of those on your social media um, pages, like people are like, wow, she's being here. She's here. She's here. She's everywhere. I should at least check her out, right? I should pay attention to what she's doing. I should follow her. I should get more involved. I should comment and play with her a little bit more. And so even without you being salesy, it's that that fear of missing out, the sociology of wanting to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. And you can create all of that by being a guest on, you know, being interviewed on somebody else's platform. We tell our clients to do two interviews a week and one press release a month. And that is enough to put you on a hundred stages and in front of thousands and thousands of media desks every single year. Yeah. And that's so true. So when you are at an event or you're, you know, being interviewed on a podcast or any kind of platform, you know, I always tell people, you know, follow me at iMedia Exposure on Instagram. And 
it just gives me another opportunity. So people, this is another tip of like how to grow your following. If people are seeing your, you know, articles all over the internet, if you are speaking at a ton of events, if you're on different podcasts, um, if you're partnering with other people, it just gives you another way. So, you know, sometimes people on social media are like, oh, how do I grow my following? And there's so many different ways. But also, too, like being known in other aspects, that's how you grow your following, too. And there's some brands that they're like, oh, well, this person has so many different following, uh, so many different people following him and or her, and they have so many followers. How do I get to that point? And it's like, okay, well, just look at how many times did they show up in um, an article? How many times did they speak at an event or how many podcasts do they have their own podcast you know how many people are they getting in front of on other platforms rather than just you know staying on social media and so it's this whole marketing mix that i feel like people really need to um put that into their plan mm -hmm. and sometimes people are just like oh well we just want to do this one thing and it's like well you need to come pile it all together so that you can grow in every aspect and utilize, you know, getting in front of as many eyes. It's not just one road to go down. You know, it's the, it, it's the combination that is the success. And if you're just doing one thing and thinking that that's going to hit it all, it's just, it, you might, it's just going to be slow. And so when you combine the efforts, right, of the social media and publicity, right, all of it together is where the explosion happens. And I mean, you, you've seen like people like come out of the gate and 90 days later, right, they've got, they've got a podcast, they're on stages, they're published, they're being seen everywhere. And it doesn't take years. It can literally turn your business around within 90 days. Um, but you know, you've got to take inspired action, right? You've got to step into and, and believe like that your business is worthy, that you've got a story to tell, which is where you, you know, by taking that, that assessment of what's the big idea, like what's the big impact will remind you, right? Okay. I am doing something pretty incredible in the world by putting out a story every single month. You know, you look at your to-do list and all that. I, I did write a book. I did launch a course. I did align with a charity. Like, look at all this stuff. I mean, entrepreneurs, we run circles around people every single day. We hold ourselves to a higher, I think, to a higher, to a higher, um, not, it's not standard. Like, we're just so busy. Like, we're just always doing stuff. We're being creative. We're being innovative. We're networking. We're aligning with people. We're making this impact. But because we do it every day, we forget how valuable it is. It just, it's like, does, does somebody really want to hear this story? Does it really matter to somebody else? You know, will people pay me for that? And so we focus on exposure and revenue, reminding you that what you do matters, that you are an expert, right? Even if it's something that people are just wanting to pick your brain about, you know, if they've asked you more than once, people are coming to you. And, and we, we downplay the value that we bring to the table, but by putting your story out every month, you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to celebrate that milestone. And, and instead of just checking it off and going next, I'm going to take a moment and, and, you know, I actually have a gal who every time she brings on a new author, they do publishing and you know, she rings a bell. Like she calls me and we ring up, we ring the little uh, fake bell, right? Yeah. 
right? To just to say, look, I accomplished something. We're going to be burned out, right? We feel like we're just busy with no success. And yet when we look at the trail of accolades behind us, I don't know, we should give ourselves a little pat on the back more often. Yeah. I think as entrepreneurs, we're all so busy doing so many things all the time that it's like, okay, a success or a win. It's like, okay, it's a checklist. It's like a check off the list. Like, okay, now on to the next thing. There's so many other things to do now that, you know, like I, I try to be more grateful for my wins and like, you know, acknowledge myself for it. But I think it's kind of, it's, it's a hard thing sometimes for humans to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and we're not alone, right? If, um, you know, I'll, I'll ask like, what did you do to celebrate? You know, how do you reward yourself? And we do, we just check it off and move on and move on to the next thing. So when we write these press releases, it, it almost is a little bit of a validation that I think we need to remind ourselves we are having successes. We are making an impact and that reward will keep us, will keep us going on those days where maybe we start to feel a little burnt out um, from just just going and going. Um, Self-care is obviously very critical, right? Taking some time for ourselves because we love what we do. So we just work all the time, but it doesn't, that's not why we got in business. Um, and so when we leverage the power of other people's audiences, it teaches us, it takes us out of busy mode of just building our business one person at a time, like one to one, and really building it one to many. So now we can scale. Now we can start to delegate and automate. And the goal really then in getting into that two comma club, right, where where we're creating these million dollar businesses. We're not going to get there with one discovery call at a time, with one, you know, you know, building our business one person at a time. We've got to get your story out to the masses. We've got to get it out to many so that you can scale up and really then give back to those charities and make that a bigger impact. And so it's like this infinity loop, right? The more successful we are, the more we can give back. And the more we give back, the more successful we are. And it, and it just keeps going. And I think that's that's where that sweet spot is, right? And I'm giving back and doing something I love and making an impact and I'm working smarter, not harder. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's when you are making a greater impact, you know, even like when I'm talking to my clients, I have some clients that have been in business for years and they're like, you know, I didn't really ever do the social media thing. Um, and I don't really like, you know, I don't know if I want to share everything. And of course, like we curate what we're sharing. But like what I tell them is your contribution. And if we don't share like your expertise with the world, there's going to be a missing. And so there's that component of like, okay, like we're going to like contribute to others and help and, and share great information and, and tips and you know what you have to offer because you know, if somebody gets that information, they can, you know, take that in soar. Um, so I really love that, like sharing, you know, making your big impact and, and sharing your story and getting out there. So if people like you're amazing and you've worked with so many people. So if people want to, you know, work with you, how do they do that? Well, thanks for asking. I have you know, I think that for so many people, like you just need to get started. You don't have to be perfect to start. Jim Rohn, right? You don't have to be great to start. You have to start to be great. And so we've got a media starter kit. 
it has the 52 press release ideas just to get your brain thinking, some guaranteed media exposure, how to write that press release, all the pieces just to get you started. Open that door of possibility and publicity. And you can get it at my website, makeyourbigimpact.com. That's makeyourbigimpact.com. Um, it's a free, it's a free. It's a free kit. You can also, once you get there, you get a link to buy my a copy of my book, ABCs of Exposure. It's an alphabetical guide to media, publishing, and speaking, um, which we take you step by step. Um, right? I think actually I have it. Right? We take you step by step on on how to get yourself how to get yourself out there. And so ABCs of Exposure, when you go to makeyourbigimpact.com, there's a link there that you can get a copy of that as well. I think it's only ninety nine cents on Kindle. Awesome. So I have a fun question. I ask all of my guests this. If you could be a superhero, what would your two superpowers be? Okay. So number one superpower would, um, I don't know if it's like time travel, but you know, I'd love to just like go from here to here. Right. So like to be able to, I don't know, is that time travel? Like I, I just, Go from this event to this event, right? From this place to this place, because I'm always running behind, right? I'm always like, I think I can do one more thing here, and so if I could just instantly transport to someplace else, would be would be um, like superhero superpower number one. Um, superpower number two is is I think I want to stretch. I can I can't even reach like the top shelf or uh, you know in, in anything, right? I'm 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 petite. And so I think I would just love to be able to reach and, and be able to grab stuff. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, what would yours be? Um, mine is I would like to fly. And I kind of like the whole like time, like getting one point, like your thing. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to fly, fly really fast. So it'll kind of be like that. Because you know how like in Star Trek they do that like teleportation thing and then sometimes like the people came back and they weren't or they didn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you get like in a bubble, like in a like, yeah, something's not quite right when they yeah. back together. <laughs> yeah, I wanna fly I wanna fly super fast and I want to speak every language. Ooh. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be very cool. Then we could go to more countries and speak mm -hmm. on more events and more stages, and I'd be able to communicate. I, that's a good one. That's a good one, Farhana. I, yeah. And how many? But you already speak a couple languages, don't you? No, I can understand and speak a little bit of Spanish. I can understand a little bit of Italian, and that is it. Okay. Who do I know? Who do we know? Don't we know somebody that speaks like five languages or something like that that was on the speaker tour with us? Um, maybe I'm just making it. I maybe I'm just dreaming it. Um, I thought you spoke. I I don't know why. I thought that was you. In my head, you speak five languages. <laughs> I mean, I want to speak five languages. I just don't put the effort forth. I watch shows on Netflix in Spanish so that I can like practice. I do too. I do too. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, I mean, that's how they say, you know, a lot of people learned English was by watching TV. So if it worked that way, it could probably work the other way. I don't watch it. I don't watch it enough for Hannah because you can't multitask because you have to sit there and read the subtitles like and watch, like you can't be doing something else. And so, yeah, you've got to totally be focused and like relaxed and just doing that one thing and that's a little hard for me 
Yeah, same. I always multitask, always. So generally, like, that is a problem. But I'll watch it, like, right before bed where I know, like, mm. and I don't have to watch TV right before bed or whatever. But that's my thing. So right before bed, I will just watch a show because I know that I need to, like, focus. And also, too, like, having to read and, like, focus on what they're saying. I forget the millions of things that I need to do. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm in this other world now and we're going to stop the day and I'm going to go to sleep now. That's that's brilliant, right? And then that's what's in your head uh, is that other language that um, is in your head as you're sleeping. So that's a good idea. <laughs> I haven't dreamed in Spanish yet. I started watching a German show. I also was just finished like a whole Turkish series. So you know, no, only English dreams still. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for being on. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you and learn. I've always learned so much from you. And I hope that everyone listening in um, also gained a lot of knowledge. And be sure if you want to get your PR started kit to go to makeyourbigimpact.com. Thanks, Farhana. Thanks. Bye, everyone.